Well, good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Jen A. from Colorado, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is January 13, 2022. It's 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today we're reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're in a chapter titled A Vision for You, page 159. We're looking at that first paragraph that starts off with, he had three visitors. And we're going to read that one paragraph only. Today's readers are Team Thursday. Uh, we have Marge E. doing the 12 steps, Tuli B. doing the 12 traditions. We have Leah S., Katie G., and Liz T. as our readers. Our newcomer greeter is Reva P., and the second-hour moderator is Hoodie R. The reference numbers for yesterday, which was Wednesday, January 12, 2022, the 7 a.m. is 18,395. That's one eight three nine five, and the ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time recording is eighteen thousand three hundred and ninety six. One eight three nine six. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine, and we take no positions on outside issues. The primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states that each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Marge E. to read the 12 steps. Go ahead, Marge. Thank you so much, Jen. This is Marge E., recovered, compulsive overeater, but not cured from Massachusetts. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Four, made a searching and fearless Moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible except what to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters, and to practice these principles in our, our, all our affairs. Thank you for all you do, uh, Jen, and I pass. 
Thank you, Margie. I'm now going to ask Tuli B to read the 12 traditions. Good morning, Tuli. Tuli, press star one. Morning, may I be heard? Yes, ma'am. Go right ahead. Thank you. This is Tuli B from California, recovered by the grace of God. Um, Tradition one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for a good purpose, there is but one authority. A loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive reader who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought to never endorse finance or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. This problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, defining outside declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought to never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought to never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media communications. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all of these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me read. Uh, thank you, Tilly B. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature that we're discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirements for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, you're going to press star one to unmute. And once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass and then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. So today we resume our study in the chapter of Vision for You in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're on page 159. We're reading that first paragraph, he had three visitors. And I will now ask Leah S. to begin reading. Good morning, Leah. Good morning, everyone. My name is Leah S. I'm recovered and grateful in Brooklyn, New York. He had three visitors. After a bit, he said, the way you fellows put the spiritual stuff makes sense. I'm ready to do business. I guess the old folks were right after all. 
So one more was added to the fellowship. Now, um, even though it says something that happened to someone, I so relate to this uh, paragraph. It means that I started coming into this program and I was and I spoke to more than just three visitors. I spoke to more than just uh, seven or 10 or 20 people. I needed to. I needed to get, hear from each and every one how they recovered. And um, I could finally, finally see through my fog that the food was only making me uh, lethargic. It was making me irritable because the wore off and I wanted more and more and everything about the doctor's opinion started making sense and then finally I kept hearing again and again when is enough enough and then all of a sudden things started becoming clear people who were who were quoting some things or people who um, who had more experience than me and and I wanted what they had. And so one more fellowship was added. And that's when I really understood that no matter what happens, I'm going to join this fellowship. I'm going to do these 12 steps, and I'm not going to fight it anymore. You know, in the doctor's opinion, I mean, I'm sorry, in, the doc, in Dr. Bob's um, biography on page 181, it, it says there were four things that the reason of why he stayed. It was a sense of duty. It's a pleasure. And because I'm paying my debt to the man who passed it on to me. And also because I always take out a little more insurance for myself to stay abstinent. This is so true. This is so true. It, it couldn't be more... Um, uh, to the honesty about uh, what this um, fellowship is about and what this program is about. Because once you do those steps and you, you, you see there is just, there's just a certain neutrality, not all the time, but when there isn't, you know you can achieve that neutrality within your heart. You just got to follow the steps and, 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 and live in steps 10, 11, and 12. And with that, I pass. Oh, thanks so much for getting us started this morning. Well, guess what? We value everyone's experiences here on the line. So we ask that you limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. And so if you haven't shared before and you want to press star one, go right ahead. Anybody who would like to share, go right ahead and I'll take your name, the first initial of your last name, and the state in which you're calling from, or country. Go right ahead. Katie G from Boston. Christina J. Shanna C. Katie. Christina. Shanna. Well, that's three. Anyone else? Uh, name. Thanks. Thanks, Anne. DC. All right, folks. Well, let's get. Oh, sorry. Who was it? Hi, Chris D C H. Stacy H, and then Chris, somebody else. 
Yes, Chris from uh, Birdsboro, PA. Okay, Chris, what's the first initial of your last name? S. Thanks, Chris. All right, Thank that's you. a sweet lineup. Yeah, we have six people this morning to get us started. Katie G, Christina J, um, Shanna C, On M, Stacy H, and Chris F. Go right ahead, Katie. Hey, Jen, thanks for taking the meeting. Katie G, Recovered Compulsive Eater. You know, I didn't come into the rooms of OA looking for a God or looking for spirituality. I came in because I wanted my weight to stop looking like an EKG. I am a bulimic, uh, anorexic, compulsive eater. I will stuff anything into my body to relieve that hole in my soul that I felt before I first binged. I mean, I, I was born with this ism. I was born with this feeling inside, this hole in my soul that felt like I was somebody, that I should be somebody else at some other time doing something else with some other people. It was restless, irritable, and discontent. And let me tell you, I don't know, it took me a lot longer to be open to spirituality and to religion. And when I did accept spirituality, I was quick to point out where religious people were wrong. Not right, but wrong. And our book says right because I was so scared and so caught up in my fear. But let me tell you what has kicked me to my knees literally is this disease of alcoholism. I have alcoholism, not alcoholism. I do have an allergy of the body and that's never going to change. Please, God, let me not consume my allergic foods, behaviors, and ingredients. But the greater aspect of my disease is a mental illness. And the only thing, the only thing that can change it is my sponsor. Just kidding. The only thing that can change that is God. And the only way to get to God is not through church. I got to do these steps. I got to uncover, discover, and discard everything that's not me. And then I need to make God the central fact of my life today. Like, I don't have a choice. I thought I had a choice. I thought, you know, I could just go to meetings and hang out with all you, and you guys are all super cool. But I need to pursue God with the desperation of a drowning woman. And I am so grateful that these guys have the surrender that I need each and every day because I am recovered today for these 24 hours by God's grace and mercy and a lot of sweat equity. You know, I have to tell you something. My relationship with God is more important than my husband and my children. And I am just coming to understand what that means and what that looks like. So if you're new and you're not excited about God, welcome. But the thing is, the whole point of this program is to get a relationship with God. Because only God can save us. We will take your hand and we will show you how to get there and to put your hand in God's. Thanks, Katie G. from Boston. Up next is Christina J., followed by Shanna C. Go ahead, Christina. Morning, Katie. Thank you for your service. Thanks for everything today from everybody. I'm recovered today by God's grace. Uh, I'm so grateful today that I didn't have to get to 500 pounds in a hospital bed. I'm so grateful today that I didn't have to keep doing what I was doing, relapsing, 
not getting this thing, not getting the spiritual connection. I do believe that everything happens by the grace of God. In his time, he knows when we're really ready. From what I can tell, this guy, this young man, got a blessing when he said, when his heart said, I'm ready to do business. I was always ready to do business. I wanted to get this thing. And in 2014, when I found vision and this big book way of doing this, I began to get it. I was ready to do business, and I did everything my sponsor told me. But then I started slipping off the beam. you know. And when I started a business, I started a business back in 1999, and I put everything I had into it, money, time, effort. But I really didn't know how to do that business. And I really didn't know how to do this business when I started. I just did what my sponsor told me. But I kept relapsing. What was I doing wrong? Why, why couldn't I get it? And I kept trying. See, I kept coming back. And they say on these lines, and they say in meetings, keep coming back. Wait for the miracle. Keep pursuing the miracle. And that's what I got to say to you today out there struggling. I kept coming back because I had nowhere else to go. You know, I had nowhere else to go. And something in my soul, which I think is a miracle too, kept getting me to come back. This is this is miracle stuff, people. Even if you're still in relapse or sitting out there new, you are here, and this is a miracle. Something in you is ready to do business. So I I uh, I learned over time how to do this business of this big book, which is to do it, to do all the steps. My business will not succeed in this program, my business of recovery, unless I'm doing these steps: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Being of service to others, and, and I heard yesterday a lot on the meeting about how uh, people, when they're not of service to others, when they're not reaching out, they start to feel restless, irritable, and discontent inside. For me, too, I've gotten into periods where I've not been of service like I should be, and I feel really odd. I, I have to do this business. You know, if I don't go to my office every day and take care of business, my business is going to start to fail. And that's what I got out of this this morning. I'm ready to do business, and I'm ready to keep doing business, baby. So um, because the miracle is incredible, the clarity in my head, in my soul, in my heart, it's not perfect, but this is what I got. I got these steps to keep me on the beam with you guys and to be of service enlarges my heart and makes me feel so good. My sponsees are so wonderful, you know, when they get this and they're working with others too. So there's a lot of gifts out here for you guys and just... Get in here and do it, and uh, wait for the miracle, because it'll come if you do the business. I pass. Thank you so much, Christina J. from the state of Washington. Up, up next, we have Shanna C., followed by On M. Good morning. This is Shanna C. from uh, Tennessee. Um, uh, again, uh, I'm, uh, every every time I get on here, I can't help but share the fact that I, I still can't believe I'm abstinent. Um, a day at a time and that I get to live this. I get emotional too. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so grateful I get to do this. Um, I get to to nourish my body the way um, it needs to be. I get to uh, rely on a power greater than myself that I found through working these steps. And I, most of all, I get to be wrong. <laughs> that part where uh, it's just really jumping out at me, uh, ready to do business is that I guess the old folks were right after all. Um, I think that's probably the linchpin for me is, is coming to that realization is, oh, my God, I, I've been wrong this whole time about how I thought I could control this thing by myself. 
that I thought that I could feel normal um, in a body that was continuing to gain weight, uh, that I thought that I could feel normal, control and enjoy my food and control and enjoy my life um, based on what I thought I knew um, already. Uh, you know, it was it was when I became willing to set aside everything I thought I knew, um, you know, and for a new experience. Uh, and that's what's being beaten into a state of reasonableness by multiple attempts at trying to control this thing myself and then seeing I really do have this allergy. I really am a compulsive overeater uh, to my innermost self and that I absolutely cannot get better. In fact, it's getting worse the more I try in my on my own. Um, and so that I guess the people were right. So all your all's voices, uh, you know, were, were coming into my head when I reached that point of absolute desperation. But there was a release in that. Once I saw my powerlessness, that's when power came in. Um, and it was then that I was ready to do business. I was able to make a call um, to a vision for you, listen in, and make a call to someone that 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 read my mail after, you know, she told her story. She read, I saw that she was reading my mail. I was able to give her a call and she was able to help me through this and through God's grace a day at a time and um, absolute miracle in my life. I, I haven't found it necessary to eat compulsively and my life's been getting better and better. It's not been perfect, but it doesn't have to be perfect to be awesome. I'm learning that too. It's another thing I got to be wrong about, right? So anyway, thanks for allowing me to share and I appreciate you all very much thanks thanks shanna c from tennessee up next is on m good morning on hi jen this is on m here recovered compulsive overeater from ireland can i be heard okay go right ahead my friend yeah brilliant thank you so much jen thank you for taking the meeting and uh yeah great chair so far and love the opening chair you know about Dr. Bob's nightmare and you know the the four reasons why we carry this message yeah and it's a great incentive for me and it's a great incentive for me to pass on to my sponsees as well you know when there's a little bit of resistance that they the why they need to do it and uh, yeah just love the part as well like we shared I'm ready to do business and uh, for me that's the gift of desperation that's where we get to when we've tried and exhausted all the other all the other you know resources all the other you know pay and ways all the other psychotherapies and everything that didn't work and uh, yeah it's in a way it's kind of you know it's reaching rock bottom but it's really starting a brand new way of living and uh, yeah just loved as well the way you felt put this spiritual stuff uh, makes sense and for me, it didn't make any sense. I didn't know why this was all so, so focused on spirituality and, you know, having a spiritual awakening and spiritual experience when really all I wanted to do was, you know, to get a food plan and to get skinny and to stop eating compulsively and stop getting up during the night and having to lock my door at night and all this kind of stuff. Um, it took me a long, long time, and uh, the first time I went through through the steps uh, when I first came in, I had abstinence, um, and I certainly went through the steps, but I certainly did not have a spiritual awakening, and the spiritual side of the program didn't come through for me, um, and and I relapsed, and that was a very painful experience, but it was the best thing that could have happened to me because it really made me do a massive U-turn back into what this program is really about. It's about, 
you know, putting down the food one day at a time with my higher power and, you know, having a relationship and how do I have a relationship with a higher power? And first of all, I have to acknowledge my problem in step one and know my solution in step two and then sign up that I'm going to do the work. And the work I need to do is to unblock everything that's causing me to be disconnected from my higher power and to reconnect with my higher power and maintain that unblocking process and also to maintain maintain that channel and that is my higher power and uh, yeah and to carry the message and I love you know for me it was as well to bring God and my higher power into every fabric of my being you know in everyday life for me it's where the rubber meets the road it's when I'm on the hoof living life on life terms that for me is recovery and bringing my higher power and doing God's will. And with that, I pass. And thanks again, Jen, for taking the meeting. Thanks so much, Jen. All right, Stacy H, you're up, followed by Chris F. Good morning, Stacy. Stacy, press star one. Oh, I thought I was unmuted. Okay, this is Stacy <laughs> calling from. Virginia, grateful to be here and um, um, grateful to share. I um, recently heard a, a special edition about reading um, our paragraph in the morning during our quiet time, and I've been practicing that, and I really resonated this morning with um, with the little paragraph we're reading. Um, I've recently recommitted to working through the steps. I had a small, I had a break in my abstinence and I got a new sponsor. I started back at step one and I am just at the cusp. Well, I'm just starting my step nine amends and we were just about to step into step 10. And yesterday I found out that my sponsor cannot sponsor me anymore because she had a break in her abstinence. And even though I've been in OA 30 years, I've had a lot of sponsees go. I've been let go before. You know, this isn't the first time I've, I've changed sponsors, you know, but for a little bit there, you know, the safety net was gone and it was a little bit scary. And um, so this paragraph, you know, where it said he had three visitors, um, interesting enough, I um, have called three different people um, to talk about picking me up now as a sponsee. And, um, you know, been thinking and praying on those things. And, you know, this part about the way you fellows put the spiritual stuff makes sense. Um, you know, once again, you know, people selling, you know, the God idea, selling, um, you know, getting closer to the higher power and the steps we need to take and the surrender and, um, you know, and just knowing in my heart that I'm ready to do business because, you know, every time, you know, there's always these forks in the road. You know, I could have yesterday said, well, forget the whole thing. You know, let me just get back in the food. Let me, you know, not worry about these expectations my sponsor had of me. Um, but once again, my heart is being pulled, you know, towards God, towards the fellowship. And, um, you know, so, you know, one more is added to the fellowship, you know. You know, one more day, I'm staying on the path of recovery. I'm reaching, you know, towards my higher power. I'm reaching towards recovery, and I'm willing to follow directions and to surrender. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thanks so much, Stacy H. from Virginia. Up next is Chris F., and then we'll take another list of names. Good morning, Chris.
Chris F. Press star one. Hi, I'm I'm here. I'm just unable to talk at the moment. I'm going to see my grandson, which is a gift of this program. That because I'm abstinent um, today, I'm able to be selfless by the grace of God um, and keeping my food clean. That I can go and watch my first grandchild. So um, I'm thankful for everyone this morning but um, have to go thanks (laughs) thank you it's okay chris thanks for trying trying how do i to hear from you again you're going to press star one again and that will mute your phone okay Uh thank you you're so welcome have an awesome day all right so let me tell you guys where we're at this morning we're on the chapter of vision for you in the big book of alcoholics anonymous page 159 this brief but brilliant paragraph. He had three visitors, and we're sharing on that one paragraph. So I'll go ahead and take a list of names. We do value everyone's experience. So if you have shared in the last few days, we ask that um, you give others the opportunity to share their experience, um, strength, and hope, too. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Rebecca A? Something with A. I'm so sorry, it echoed. There was an echo on the person who said their last initial was A, and then I got Linda G. That was it. Chris W. Bonnie B. Bonnie B. Chris W. Bonnie B. Oh, thank you. Hi, Rebecca. I heard you now. You're the one that's making the echo, so if you can just check your connection, that would be good before you come on the line. Okay, I have Rebecca, Linda, Chris, and Bonnie. Is there anyone else? Stephanie P. I'm sorry, what was it? Stephanie P. Bethany P. Thanks, Bethany. That's awesome. We're so glad you unmuted. Great. Janella V. Janella V. All right, we'll stop there. Janella V. All right. Okay, I pronounced that correctly. Come back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We have Rebecca A, Linda G, Chris W, Bonnie B, Bethany P, and Janella B. So Rebecca will go across the pond and come to you, my friend. Go right ahead. Let's try it. Morning, everyone. Hi, I'm Rebecca A. I hope I can be heard. Absolutely. Great connection. Thank you. Go right ahead, my friend. <laughs> great stuff. Yeah, I'm Rebecca A, compulsive overeater from the UK. Really grateful uh, to be sharing with you today. Yeah, I just, um, yeah, I, I moved with gratitude to kind of hear all of the shares. And um, yeah, so grateful that, you know, part of this program is to carry the message. Because if it wasn't, yeah, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be well today you know, those men coming to visit, that changed, yeah, it's changed my life. It's changed so many lives. Um, The altruistic movement that we have is just beyond. It's beyond. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm so grateful that somebody shared earlier that we get to do this. I get to do this. Um, It's not even that I want to do this. I do want to do this. And I did need to do this. I do need to do it. I get to do this today. Um, I get to be rescued from my search and rescue party and I get to help rescues. I get to have open hands um, to receive gifts 
and to get help I get to build a relationship with my higher power uh, that's such a gift it's a real privilege because so many people didn't make it to getting to their search and rescue party um, and I'm grateful that just for today I did make it and I get to build this relationship with my higher power um, it's precious it's really really precious um, yeah and that's all I have to say with that I pass thanks oh thanks so much Rebecca all right and next up we have Linda G followed by Chris W hey Linda go right ahead hi everybody it's Linda D from Connecticut I'm recovered not cured okay I'm going to tell you a secret so come close to the phone because I don't want too many people to know it okay are you there okay I love pizza I do I love it but I discovered by doing these steps I love something more God no yes I'm the person who came in and said God, 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 that's all they talk about. I don't want to hear it. But until I opened my mind to the possibility, however dim the possibility, that there might be an intelligence greater than my own, when I opened my mind to that because I got clobbered to death by pizza and my general attitude of, eh, who needs it? I discovered a world that is so wonderful. Is it always wonderful? Yes. Am I always attuned to it? A lot. But not always, because I'm human. And I woke up human again today. And so today, I'm so grateful to be with you, not to have to do this alone. Because life can be, what's the word? Overwhelming? There you go. That's the word. Thanks. Thanks for being there. You're saving my life. I hope I help you too. Love you. Bye. Love you too, Linda D. from Connecticut. Up next, we have Chris W. followed by Bonnie B. Good morning, Chris. Hi, Chris W., Chris with a K from Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm just so excited to be on here. And, you know, when we're sharing that we're doing this together and we can't do it alone, um, it's because of my um, God squad that I have in these rooms that I'm able to even get on here and share for a long time. I, I just didn't want to share because I thought, what have I got to say? And then every time I hear someone that I, that I talk to on the phone, it's like my heart just beats faster. I'm so excited, you know, to hear them share. And, um, you know, it's one thing to share one-on-one, -on -one, but it's so beautiful to to just listen to what my friends are saying and that I see the recovery happening. And, um, and I'm just so inspired. And for a good, I mean, I just came in December 31st on 2020. So I just hit one year of being in the rooms, but I didn't ever put the food down. And finally, I just had, you know, a couple sets of binges that really, I mean, they changed my life. I'm so grateful for them because it gave me 
this true understanding that even though I didn't give my permission, I didn't ask to be a compulsive overeater, I am. And I came through the doors of AA and all I could, the first meeting I heard that you don't ever have to get drunk again if you don't drink. And that meant I didn't have to sleep with someone I didn't know and um, do all those painful things that I had so much pain in my heart afterwards. But I could never apply it to the food because I wanted the food. I thought it was my friend, but finally, I got wise and I got a divorce from that food addiction and relationship. And and I'm just fine-tuning my abstinence after yesterday's meeting, the food behaviors. I didn't really want to pay attention to that. And I said, oh, I don't, I don't need, you know, worry about that. But it just gave me so much um, freedom to say, let's take one more step because I don't want to go back. And I'm so grateful that that I have this disease. I can't believe that I can say that, but I am. And I'm now able to sponsor again. And that is so powerful and so meaningful to, to be able to share this. Wherever we are, that's where we can share from. So um, I'll announce myself again if I can get on. Thank you so much. Oh, perfect timing, Chris. Thanks so much. That's Chris with a K, Chris W. Up next is Bonnie B, followed by Bethany P. Good morning. Can I be heard? Absolutely. Go right ahead, Bonnie. Thanks. Thank, thank you so kindly. Thank you for your service. Um, blessed to be on the phone lines again this morning and blessed to be able to comment on this paragraph. Um, this paragraph to me looks like there's three different angles to it. First, there's the people that were willing to go. Um, and that, that's, that's me. And for a long time when, when I had the option to sponsor, I was gripped with fear. And the fear was, um, what if I don't show up right? What if I don't get recovered? What if, I don't, what if I don't say the right things? What if I don't take them through the book the right way? And it was all about me. Um, and what was shown to me and, um, you know, through, through programs, through people, and then mostly through, um, through God is that um, it's not you that shows up. Again, it's not you that shows up. God is the one that shows up. If God doesn't show up, um, nothing's going to happen because this is, about, this is about connecting with God. It's not about all the tidbits that I can bring to them or all the tools that I thought were the fix. It's about helping them to understand that if they don't connect to their creator, their higher power, there will be no deliverance from this because it's, he's the only one that can do it. And then there, and then there was um, the part where, where, where the person said, I'm ready to do business. Okay, so there's another part of the triangle. I have to show up, but they have to do their part. And I can't, I can't change that for them. This is, you know, I, I, I liken everyone's story to a book in a, on a bookshelf in a library. No two books look the same. Every book has a different jacket. Every book has different um, chapters. And I have many chapters of relapse. <laughs> so, and that's part of my journey. And so they get to show up. And they get to show up exactly how they're supposed to show up. And God's aware of that too. And then um, the third part is what others have mentioned, the joy that this brings. There has been no greater joy to me than to share with others. And it went from I have to do these things to I get to do these things. 
Um, I wake up just excited with what God would have me to do today. And I don't know what that is, but I know that he knows. And all I have to do is just wake up and say, Lord, I mean, or God, I'm giving you my heart today. And um, and know that he's going to do for others what he's done for me because he loves everyone the same. And so um, thank you for this, um, for the gift of being able to share. Thank you for everyone who makes this um, this meeting available today, and I'll pass. Thanks so much, Bonnie B. Up next, we have Bethany P. followed by Janella V. Hi, Bethany. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Um, it's Stephanie. Um, F-T-E-P. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no worries. I'm Stephanie P. Um, I live in Preston, New Jersey, and um, I am so grateful to to learn the set-aside prior that um, my sponsor just taught me. I am five days abstinent. I've been in program in the rooms of OA for almost eight years, 35 days shy of my husband passing away from a drug overdose was the first time I ever walked into the room. And I stayed in the room during the whole grieving process. And um, because of the fellowship, because of the service, because of the people, I had a sponsor then when I was going through everything. And, you know, I, I, I learned to rely on my higher power more because of that during that time and over the years I've had I've had abstinence I've had recovery I I had promises I had all those things and there were times where I didn't and I am and what brought me back um, to the rooms right now is because I realized for the last two years I was micromanaging I was honest with myself I was micromanaging um, my program and I wasn't being honest with myself, and I got sick and tired of it. And um, I have a new sponsor, and I went on a limb with this, like, you know, just like, I'm so desperate. So I'm even, I don't, you know, they say like, take, you know, if you see someone or in other rooms of self steps, like you see, if you if you see something that you want in another person, then like that's something that goes towards. I, I have no idea what this woman in, is in my life. Like, she's she's. She's a messenger of the program, you know, that's it. And um, there are clashes, but she taught me to set aside prior the first time we spoke. And she's like, stuff, you gotta make time for meetings. You gotta, everyone has a busy schedule. Everyone has a life, everyone has a work, whatever it is. And and last night on the phone, she said to me, I, I told her, I can listen to recordings, but I can't be on a live one and I can't get to a live one. She's like, even for, if you can only get on one for in the last 30 minutes or after you drop your kid off that carpool, whatever, it just go. And I cringed. I, I, like, if I can't do it all, then I can't do it at all. And, um, and it really was weighing on me. And this morning at 7 o'clock, um, it was already 7.08, and I looked at my phone. And even though this is like the worst time to do it because it's like the getting ready for school and the day and everything, um, I set the set aside prior and I hopped on at 7.18 or something, whatever, I don't even know what time it was, but I, I, I really, I want this. I want, I want, I, I don't want to just lose weight. I want everything else that this gives me and 
I've always had connections with my higher power and he's really saved me so many times in my life and my lows he's always been there and I, and, and I only learned that through the 12 steps it's like through through the rooms of, of 12 steps and I'm truly grateful for that I'm grateful for the messages that he's sending through the messengers and mm-hmm. um and with that um I just going, I, I, I'm putting myself aside because I want something more and more valuable in my life because it brings more value to everyone else around me. And so this way I could really be part of the fellowship. And um, with that, Thanks, I pass. Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you so much. Stephanie P. from New Jersey, the courage to step in and do business. Add away. That's how we do it, sister. Keep coming back. All right, Janella V., you're up next. Go right ahead. Good morning. This is Janella V, it's G-E-N-O-A, from uh, Vegas, recovered in Vegas. And, um, you know, I've, I've not been sharing on meetings because I get so excited when I start trying to share that I kind of feel like I don't make sense because I am truly in awe that I'm abstinent. I am truly, truly in awe. Um, you know, when I was uh, looking at this, I guess the old folks were right. You know, it's one of the most bizarre things. I grew up in a very religious home, and I remember my grandmother saying to me that my problem was I would straddle the fence. And, you know, here's the deal. I understood what she meant, which meant that, you know, I I wasn't really all in with God. Um, but nobody could tell me how. You know, I got baptized and yeah, but that was it. No, nobody could really tell me how what I was supposed to do. So, you know, I wandered around and, and just not knowing what to do. And certainly when I came to OA, you know, um, when you guys talked about God, it's like, you know, thank you so much. I don't really need your God. I've, I've got one. I'm doing good here. You know, I, I was always looking for a way to get out of OA. Today, I'm looking for a way to stay in OA. And you know, when I look at my day every day, I look at what I'm doing for my program. You know, when when somebody calls me now and they talk about not being able to stay absent, this, that, and the other, um, you know, I said, well, what are you doing for your program? You know, when I look back, I wasn't doing anything for my program. You know, um, at the end of the day, I could say, you know, I'm in the food and everything. Well, what did you do for your program today? Well, I sat in the parking lot at work and I listened to Harlan. Oh, oh, Okay. All right, so that's it. But today, I have a list of things that I do. I took it to heart when my sponsor told me what I needed to do, and I'm doing it. I'm doing the work. I didn't want to do the work. I just want to be abstinent. And um, man, oh, man, it has rocketed me to a dimension in life. I don't know if it's the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth dimension. I don't know. But I do know that my life today is something that I never could have imagined. If you guys had told me that I was going to get up at 4 a.m. in the morning so I could get on a meeting, uh, no, ma'am, not going to do it. But I do today, not because I'm forced to, because I want to, because what I have found here has made a difference in my life. But I have got to do the work, and that, to me, cannot be stressed. Anymore, there are things that I have to do, and I know I've heard people say, well, you know, I don't want a checklist. Well, you know what I do? I want a checklist. I need to know. I need to see what am I doing, um, and I've got to have that spiritual connection, though, to do that checklist. 
You know, I've got to have that relationship with God to thine own self be true. When I'm by myself and I'm not at a meeting and I'm not talking to fellows and I'm not doing this and that, what, what am I doing? Is there a connection with God? Have I talked to God today? You know, I walk around just thanking him for loving me so much because he has to love me. He has to love me to have brought me here. And I'm so grateful for you guys. I hope that made sense. Thank you. Made all the sense in the world. Genoa. G-E-N-O-A. Last initial is V. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, we have a few minutes for a couple more shares. If anybody hasn't shared who would like to get on the line this morning, press star one. I'll take your name. Suzanne K. Suzanne K. Joy D. I'm sorry. Who is the second one with a P? Uh, Jennifer T. Jennifer T. Oh, it wasn't even a... <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm having hearing problems this morning. You guys are good to me. Okay, Suzanne K. and then Jennifer T. That'll take us out. Go right ahead, Suzanne. Press star one, Suzanne. I think you got muted again. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I did. I'm Suzanne K. from New Jersey. Thank you so much for your service and being here. And I needed to jump on because I wanted to share that I can identify with the three visitors. I've had three recovered sponsors that have poured their heart and their soul into helping me and carrying this message. So what is the problem then? The problem is me. What lengths am I willing to go to recover? You know, I've been this way for so long, and change, change is actually triggering me to eat <laughs> because it's scary. And I'm so knowledgeable. I have a master's in health education. I have so many accomplishments in my life. Yet sugar controls me. I don't want to put down raisins. Seriously. I don't want to put down bread. Really? It's unbelievable yet totally believable. So I feel like I'm standing at this turning point and, and on the ledge and what will I, what am I willing to go to any length? Because knowledge avails me nothing for sure. Um, if I'm going to do this, I have to go full on um, or I'm going to continue to spiral. So God's will, not mine, be done. Thanks for letting me share. I'll pass. Thank you, Suzanne Kay from New Jersey. Up next is Jennifer T. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share this morning. I appreciate that so much. I'm new back to recovery. This is Jennifer T. in New York. Um, I've been in the rooms a long time, but I've always stumbled over the spirituality part, which resonated so much with me with today's reading. And I was speaking with um, somebody with more time than myself yesterday who made a very wise um, observation to me was that my issue is that I don't trust God. And if I can't trust God, then I'm never going to get it. And it was like a light bulb went on over my head because I, I didn't realize that was where I kept stumbling. Um, 
I'm, I had said that I had never done a really good fourth step. And she said to me, well, the problem is you never did the step before. And I said, well, that would be the third step. And I've definitely done the third step. But when I really thought about it, um, turning my life over to God is scary to me because I don't trust anybody because I'm very fear-based. And of course I'm fear-based. That's why I eat. That's why I, you know, have done other destructive things in my life. I, um, just so grateful to be back in program and to get that wisdom from the people who are willing to share it. Like I said that the others who come to help the newcomer who come to give us the wisdom that we need to get started again. And I'm just so grateful for the people who reached out to me and so grateful for the wisdom that they shared with me because without a program, I can't get better. And I so desperately want to not be enslaved to the food. And so I'm grateful for a vision for being here. And with that, I'll pass. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jennifer T. from New York. Um, thanks for everybody this morning. 14 voices, some new voices this morning. It's always good to hear everybody. Um, we're going to go ahead and uh, I just want to thank everybody who shared today. I want to thank you if you just showed up and you listened. Um, you're important too. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study um, immediately following this closing. Uh, grab your pen and paper because if you want to go back and listen today or share the share ID with a friend or a sponsee. Um, let me just tell you, for Thursday, January 13th, the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting, the share ID number is 18,400. That's 18400. So we're now going to close the reading from the big. Uh, we're now going to close the meeting with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Um, I've asked Katie G if she would please read a vision for you. Thanks, Jen. <clears throat> Katie G recovered in Boston. A vision for you. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. <clears throat> See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.